I wanted to um, come back on here. I know I haven't put up a video in like a really long time. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been quite busy and also I tend to easily forget. So, you know, life um, is moving very fast. So, you know, it's not that easy to catch up. <laughs> okay, but yeah, <clears throat> no excuses. But, you know, if any of you are, like, watching this and in Christ, you know, um, and want to see more of this content, please pray for me. Because i got to remember, you know? Um, yeah, so I wanted to start talking about um, what is uh, faith-based, you know, faith-based salvation rather than works-based salvation. Um, so... Let me start off with the quote, um, John 3.16, um, this is NLT, um, for God, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. So the basics of the gospel starts off obviously with, you know, Christ's death on the cross, you know, um, most, you know, Christians know that, <laughs> um, but there's much more to it than just Jesus died on a cross. Um, why? He died for your sins and our sins. You know, it's not in the verse here. Um, but it just says, you know, that everyone who believes in him will not have, will not perish but have eternal life. Why is that? Um, the reason is because Jesus died for our sins. He died to become that, to basically put himself in the place that you were supposed to be in. So that he could pay for it rather than yourself. Like how in the Old Testament um, we did animal sacrifices. Those who were poorer used like, you know, birds, pigeons and stuff like that. Um, different kinds of animals, but it was mainly um, lambs that was sacrificed hence the nickname that jesus was given the last lamb it's held in quite a few religions um because obviously if something else isn't paying for your sins then you know who else is gonna <laughs> who else is gonna come on you know um it's only it's only you out here <laughs> you know um but obviously, the wages of sin is death. So, if you were to do such a thing, like, basically get punished for your sins, you know where getting punished for sins is. Down under, you know? So, <clears throat> see either you're going to have to do that and get sent down to the furnace or something something or someone else has to pay for you obviously people have problems with this doctrine um for example um some people may say oh but that isn't just how can someone else pay for your sins um well at the end of the day i mean i mostly see you know muslims say this so I will say that there is also Ramadan and I, at least, I don't know if 
all Muslims know this, but you know, um, there is sacrifices during Ramadan as well. Um, yeah, and if you, if if it's seen as unjust, you know, as you're not paying for your own sins, then there's only one way for you to pay for your sins, and that's going to hell. And obviously, you know, you wouldn't really want that, would you? And neither does God want that for you. So he tried to find a way out from that. It's just the same as, you know, there's a common analogy that um, when you go, go to court and if you're given a, um, a fine, right, you've got a whole pile of fines, right? You're the one who's, try- who's supposed to get punished for this. That's why the system is set up. But someone else can step in and say, hey, you know, I'll take the punishment. I'll do this for them, you know, and pay for you. Even though that loss of money is supposed to be a punishment for you, in a sense. So Christ died to pay those wages that you had on your back. And now how do you accept this? Um, another Bible verse is John 4, 6. Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. So what Jesus is saying here is that it's not only that he died that contributes to you going to heaven, but the only way to heaven is through him. So it's not like, oh, he died, everyone's going to heaven. He's saying the only way. That means you have an option. You do have an option. You are choosing an option. And the only way to actually get into the kingdom of heaven in itself is for you to believe in him. Right? That's what this verse is trying to tell you, right? That if you are trying to get into the kingdom, you're going to have to believe in him. And people like to think or say that, okay, so Christ died for me. He paid for my sins. And he said that the only way to get to heaven is through him. I just need faith. I need to believe in him. Right? So believing in him is me accepting that he died on the cross for my sins, which means I accept the payment for my sins. And that means I'm going to heaven. Yeah, you know, um, let's celebrate. <laughs> oh gosh, oh my days. I don't know how to be very, um, I, I don't want to exclaim and sound like an idiot. So <laughs> that ended up sounding more like an idiot. Just go like, yeah, quietly. <laughs> also for the earlier quote that I said, um, for the wages of sin is death. Um, it's Romans six twenty three, and the full quote is, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. So even as it says here, this is a gift from God. You know, eternal life is a gift. It's not something that you earn. And that's what a faith-based salvation is. It's that you don't go to heaven by your works. You, you don't earn it. There is no way for you to earn it. It's heaven, you know. As a human being, the amount of times you sin every single day on a consistent, repeated cycle, do you really think you could earn heaven? Come on, you know? So, it makes it clear here that, you know, you can't enter heaven by your works. Someone like you, someone like anyone on this earth, no, no way, you know? There is no, there is no, oh, I did good things, I'm a good person, I'm going to heaven. It doesn't work like that. However, a lot of people do tend to think that 
if you um a lot of christians tend to think oh jesus died for me and i believe in christ jesus and i believe that he died that means that i'm going to heaven right and i don't have to do anything else because he died for my sins so that means i can keep on sinning but that is wrong okay there is the um <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> sorry i stutter a lot oh my gosh oh uh, i'm i'm not not quite the public speaker <laughs> even though it doesn't count as public okay um but we have matthew seven twenty one to 23 here nlt um not everyone who calls out to me lord lord ah no let me make it sound better not everyone who calls out to me lord lord will enter the kingdom of heaven only those who actually do the will of my father in he- in heaven will enter on judgment day many will say to me lord lord we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in in your name perform many miracles in your name but i will reply i never knew you get away from me you who break god's laws right so you know um i'm not a voice actor but um obviously that's how you'd probably read it in your head um but yeah this verse is saying that even though these people clearly believe they clearly believe they had enough faith that they would try to cast out demons in in his name prophesy in his name you know but for some reason they're going to be split apart from the real believers what does it mean real believers if if they do believe you know they believe enough that they have the faith to go out and cast out demons right so it isn't just down to me just having faith well yes and no but a way of explaining is that even if you're a believer right you can't just say oh i believe so i'm going to heaven that's not how it works it is a faith-based faith-based salvation but your faith is made evident it is made evident through the things that you do through the works that you do so works is not what gets you into heaven it's not because it's not because you did this and this and that and this and that that you're going to heaven but you have faith right if you truly if you truly have faith it will look like you have faith right you care enough that you'd have faith if you really believe that jesus died on the cross for you and you believed it and you loved him right demons believe that jesus existed demons believe that jesus died on the cross so does satan you know but it's not just believing that he died on the cross it's it's also loving him you know and if you truly love him and have full faith honey you'll be doing everything he says (laughs) so yeah um the the way to actually enter the kingdom of heaven is believing that christ died on on the cross for your sins and with true belief you end up walking like that you end up moving like that you know so also christ was offered once for all time as a sacrifice to take away the sins of many people he will come again not to deal with our sins but to bring salvation to all who are eagerly waiting for him hebrews nine twenty-eight. so up here it says to take away the sins of many people it doesn't say to take away the sins of all people right just because jesus died doesn't mean everyone gets saved 
it requires the belief in it. And again, another verse to back up what I said is, um, I don't know if I've said it earlier, but Ephesians 2, 9. um, Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. And the verse that I was getting to um, is James 2.26 NLT. Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works. Yeah, so if you truly believed and if you truly loved Jesus, you'd be acting like it. And that's how you know you have faith. So it's not that you go to heaven because of the good things you're doing, but you go to heaven because of your faith. And if you had faith, it'd just be obvious if you had faith. And you can't just be a good person and say, oh, well, I, I was a good person. Can I get into heaven? Because without the belief in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and his death on the cross for your sins, and also, of course, that he's part of the Trinity and, you know, um, God, then, you know, just as a body is dead without breath, without the body part, so without salvation, it's just air. It isn't breath that circulates around you and um, generates energy and makes gives you life. It's just air. Just particles floating around in the atmosphere. <laughs> it has no use if it has nothing to be used in. Because at the end of the day, you still fall short. So you aren't actually being good. And who's going to account and make up for the for the shortness who's going to make up account for the times you do fall short obviously you're making a part of the way and you're becoming a better person but what about those times that you fall who's going to pay for that who's going to make up for that who's going to make up for the evil that you did because everyone thinks that they're a good person go in and ask anyone you think is a bad person everyone thinks that they're a good person so you can't subjectively decide that you're a good person You can only be a good person by weighing yourself up by the scales of God. Your bias is not going to help you when you're standing before God. Because if you say, oh yeah, I was a humble person. Oh yeah, I was a good person. Obviously, you're going to think that about yourself. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been doing it. Every person who lives their life wouldn't do the things they were doing if they thought it was wrong. They think that it's right for themselves or for others. They think that it makes sense and it's justifiable. So at the end of the day, works is a byproduct of your faith rather than faith being a byproduct of your works or faith and works being on the same scale. You have faith and that's why you act the way you do. It just happens naturally. It's a process. It's a step-by-step thing. It just happens over time. So don't think that now that you've given your life to Christ or because you have faith that you should suddenly everything stop. No, because you have faith, suddenly you love him more. You grow, you change. And over time, these things start dropping down and that's how you know you have faith. It's not, I'm actively going to choose to do good. It's not that I actively choose to do good because I want to get into heaven. And also, plus, I love God, you know? Okay, that's it. Bye. Also, something I'd like to add, or wanted to add is, 
if God was actually unjust for doing so or for having someone pay your sins for you and die for you. First of all, the reason he did that is because as God, he is eternal. So that compensation is eternal. That compensation is internal. But when you have a lamb or something like that, it's not worth the same thing. Absolutely not. You have to continuously keep doing that, keep doing that, keep doing that, keep doing that. And it ends up in a works-based faith as well, you know? And you end up living in a way of, oh, I sin, I, I sacrifice a lamb. I sin, I sacrifice a lamb. But when Jesus dies for you, you need to have that relationship with him. It only happens once, so you can't keep trying to compensate when you're supposed to hold up a relationship with him. He wants a relationship from you and that's how you get real growth. That's how you truly change because you actually care. But if you're just trying to go to heaven, obviously you don't actually want to stop your sins and it's kind of and it will be much harder for you to actually stop if you don't actually want to stop or if you don't care enough to stop or if you don't care about the person you're trying to stop for. Especially if you just keep burning lambs and eating them, you know. So if God was truly unjust, he would do something like have it works based salvation where you do good deeds, you weigh up your good and bad deeds and those bad deeds, because you did more good deeds, he just lets them off. He lets your crimes off. That's like saying, oh, oh, this person was abusive to someone. They assaulted someone, right? But they continuously gave to charity. That's not their usual. They always do this. They always do that. No, that's not how it works. That is not how it works. You get fined for that. You get whatever kind of um, weight for that, right? You don't just get let off a crime like that. If you are deemed as guilty, if they find out you're guilty, you get punished. It's not, oh, well, they were a good person. No. If you are found guilty and you did not have justifiable reason to do so, so, for example, literally just like, everyday sins that everyone does like in general when you sin you don't have a justifiable reason come on Uh, most of the times you're not trying to run away from a murderer or something like that or trying to save yourself from whatever you are deemed guilty because you sinned right so once you're deemed guilty you need to pay or someone else needs to pay or you could just have whatever deity who tells you that oh well you were a good person So the bad things you did, it's okay. I don't care because I know you. I know you're a good person. And I'm just going to wipe that clean. What, like 90% of the population, right? 90% of the population is deemed as doing good. But that doesn't mean you have a, a low amount of bad deeds. You still do hundreds of sins. Hundreds. If not hundreds every day. You know? So when you do those things... Just because you've done more good doesn't necessarily mean that you didn't do so uh, a lot of bad, you know? You could be, you know, I was going to say, uh, yeah, like you could have led people like out of slavery or something. But if you were beating your child senseless every day, are you still a good person? Does it count? You did save many lives, but were you truly a good person because you did continuously beat your child every day you're there's still something wrong with you so if you're trying to weigh out the good and the bad and you do get more good than bad 
you're easily just you know wiped off clean because you were a better person than you were a bad a worse person and that's wrong it's not right but if you have a relationship with god you wouldn't do those things because over time you would continuously pick up the good things you're doing and avoid those bad deeds anyways god bless thank you bye